What You Need to Know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And on a day where we've got so much news happening and so many stories, if you're on hold, we're coming right back to your calls. If you want to get in, we're going to take your calls. But here's Laura with What We Need to Know. What we need to know if is this trade's going to go through or not. But, you know, we will <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> we will wait. So, Scott, you were blowing up our message thread earlier about this horse race that you were watching or you wanted us to watch. And I was mm-hmm. like, give me the lowdown on this. And you said it was a third race at Del Mar. Mm-hmm. And you were betting on this horse called So Very Smart. Mm-hmm. Okay, you wanted us to watch this, whatever. We tried. It didn't, didn't work out for us, Okay. But then we saw how excited you got on the Zoom call because this horse was about to hopefully win, came in second. But then I found out you didn't even bet money on the damn horse. (laughs) I was like, wait, bro. So all this excitement for what? (laughs) You were like building us up. And let's say you would have won. Your so very smart horse would have won. You wouldn't have won anything. I know. I know. But here's let me explain the story. You ready? So I have this horse racing group. And I take 20 people, and everybody puts money in. And we have a trainer. His name is Doug O'Neill. He's won the Kentucky Derby two or three times. And he's really the smart horseman of the group. So this is a horse that my team owns, so very smart. And the horse was 8-1 to one in the morning line. 8-1, to one, Laura, you make that bet, you make money. But the horse went down to 2-1. to one. We must have told too many of our friends. And as the horse was coming for home, I said, this horse isn't going to win. And he didn't. He finished in second place. The reason I didn't bet is because any time I bet on one of my horses, we automatically lose. So when I don't bet, I hope that we win. And even though I won't cash a ticket, the winnings on the other side are bigger than what I'm going to bet. $5, $10. You see what I'm saying? So you did put money down. Somewhere down the line. Yeah, I mean, we own the horse. Now, real quickly, before we get to George Sedano, Clinton, I think you'll find this interesting because he was at Del Mar today. And he's our partner in a few of these different horses. UCLA head coach Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin, a.k.a. Kip Dynamite, my boy. I love Mick Cronin. He loves horse racing, and uh, we have partnered up to buy, I don't know, like five or six different horses for the summer. So Mick was down at Del Mar this afternoon and saw our horse come in second place, and Laura, I'll bet you he had a bet on it. I mean, I I was expecting you to be like, oh, my God, I lost X amount of dollars. But no, so I got played because I wanted excitement and a little drama, you know, and I got nothing. Speaking yeah. of local college hoopster people, Evan Mobley just came out at the NBA draft and he looks great. His suit, Greg, is what I would call Arctic Freeze Gatorade color, Ooh, which is like a, that blue color. That blue color, which yeah. is a good color. I like his look tonight, big time. I saw a guy come out before him. I don't know what his name was, but he was wearing like a double-breasted sport coat that ended at the waist, and it looked exactly like what I used to rock when I was working at the Chess King in 1986 in the mall. I used to rock one of those Z Cavaricci double-breasted suit jackets that only go down to your waist. Did you say the Chess King? That's correct. Like a chess store? No, no, it wasn't a chess store. It was like a cheesy store for like uh, nightclub clothing. And uh, I worked there because there was this really hot girl that worked there and I wanted to date her. So I got a job working there. There as well. you go. I was like, yeah. there was a story there. Well, yeah. yeah. Back to the guys who are actually dressing well in today's times. <laughs> the NBA draft is quite a few looks. I was talking about it on the jump earlier today. And speaking of the jump, this is where you pick this up, Scott. Scott. All right. Here he is. George Sedano on vacation. But come on with a story of this magnitude. Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. George Sedano will be joining us here 
in just a matter of moments. You'll let me know when he's ready to go. Oh, Greg? never mind. All right, I thought George was going to be there. Yeah, um, we're we're efforting, efforting George Sedano George. right now. Oh, really? <laughs> I like you know. Okay, hold on, George hold on. I, just a quick take break. Take a quick break on this. I'd like to believe that George is on vacation somewhere with his family, and finally, Mrs. Sedano said, "You know what." No, you're not actually doing it. I don't care who gets traded to who. You're not calling your stupid radio show to talk about Russell Westbrook. That's what I'd like to believe. But it's his radio show. I know, but that's why this is so funny. He's the S in SLK. It's like, no, (laughs) she is also the S in Sedano. It's true. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to believe she has put the hammer down and like forced him to do something and taken the phone away. That's what I'd like to believe is going on in Sedano's house right now. Or but I think I, I think earlier today I was I was following on Twitter and I saw George with his instant analysis on this Westbrook trade. He made a comment like, "I hope this could turn into like a LeBron James Dwayne Wade situation." So here is George Sedano. Yeah, he's the S in the SLK. George, I hope you're having a great vacation, and I can't wait to hear what you think about this Westbrook trade. How's it going, man? I am having a great vacation uh, outside of today, this morning, where, um, you know, today's one of the days my wife had to work very early, so I had to deal with both kids this morning, and literally everything that could go wrong as I was trying to get them ready to get to their respective places uh, went wrong, Um, and I got them there each late, about 15 to 30 minutes late, because everything literally was a nightmare this morning. I couldn't get anything right. Give me. I couldn't find the right shoes. I couldn't find uh, somebody's, uh, you know, sun, uh, not suntan lotion, uh, sun, you know, is it uh, uh, sunblock? I couldn't. The defensive coordinator trying to run the offense. Correct. Correct. There were things that I needed that my my son's car seat wasn't in my car. It was taken out. I I had to try to figure out how to put it in there and install it. All things my wife is great at that I'm not. So all those things happened this morning. Um, and uh, thankfully, it's all behind me now, and I was able to get them back, uh, get them where they needed to be and back safely, and then I got to actually chill out for two hours, which was nice. That's well, and, until all of this started to happen, because yeah. you know we had like two monster stories as we hit the airwaves this afternoon, George. The first one was everybody thought Max Scherzer was going to the Padres, which yeah. could potentially change things in the NL West. Uh-huh. That has not exactly gone down yet, but where we're getting all of the reaction this afternoon is, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. So, George, jump in. What do you say? I mean, look, it, it it's going to be either fantastic or catastrophic, and perhaps even both at the same time in any given game or <laughs> any given stretch of the season. Like I, I just look at it as it's not necessarily an ideal fit, but as you, I heard you mention earlier, I tweeted, if I'm the Lakers, you know, I would probably try to look back at the LeBron Wade playbook and see what you can, you know, grab from there that could make some sense at this stage with these two players. I mean, Russ is probably more athletic than Dwayne was at this stage of his career. Um, But, you know, Dwayne was also a much better decision maker than Russ was. Uh, Neither were great three-point shooters. But And Dwayne was a much better defender than Russ. But on offense, I think that there are things you can derive from the Heat's playbook with those two playing together. Guys who are in theory ball dominant. Uh, one guy who is not a good three-point shooter and kind of figure some of that stuff out. I also think this means Anthony Davis is going to have to play the five. Like, this is, this is it. Because from a spacing perspective, even with two extra shooters on the floor they're going to need Anthony Davis to play the five to be able to stretch even further when they need it. I do like the Russell Westbrook-Anthony Davis pick and roll if I want to get really nerdy on you. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but um, 
it, it's not an ideal fit um, because this game, this isn't 2012, 2013 anymore. So I, I do think the game has changed some. Um, but it, it, man, if there's anyone that can make this stuff work if they're healthy, it's LeBron. Like he always figures this stuff out. I got to tell you, George, I like this. I like this trade a lot. Like I think that you, when you add up the fact that Russell hasn't really been able to find a home in the last three seasons in the NBA. You add up the fact that he's probably gotten out. I don't want to say he got all his bad shots out of him in D.C., but like there was some element of that. And you get a guy at this stage of his career coming into it with a team that's won something where they're motivated and they have a plan. This is probably the best-case scenario that I can think of that Russell Westbrook's been in in a really, really long time. You know what I mean? And if nothing else, that sort of motivating factor of coming home, I don't think you're going to see. You said in theory ball dominant. Yes, but like this to me could be sort of the best version of what we think Russell's supposed to be at this stage because it wasn't happening in D.C. and it certainly wasn't happening before that. You know, in Houston, I, th- I think this could be good. I mean, it could be. Uh, again, I, I want to see what the rest of the roster looks like. The more spacing for this particular group, certainly the better. Um, you know, Russ at times – for better or worse, can be a little stubborn. Yeah. And, and, and again, is it always the greatest decision maker? Um, that's the biggest difference between him and Dwayne Wade, uh, both at 33 years old, basically, and LeBron played with Wade when he was that age. Um, but I, I think that if, if, if I'm the Lakers, I'm also looking to keep Alex Caruso because I think your backup point guard needs to be someone who can defend and you know potentially can shoot a little bit. Uh, not that Caruso's a great three-point shooter, but he he's he's more than he capable. He can knock a few down, yeah. Yeah, and, and he is an excellent defender. So I, I do think that the rest of the roster will be important. I think they have to nail the rest of the roster. So I'm curious to see what Rob Palinka does moving forward. Yeah, it was exactly my first thought earlier when Clinton and I got on the call. I was like, you know what? It's it's one guy versus four guys going, three guys in a draft pick. And what happens to the rest of the roster? So George Sedano is here, the S of the SLK here on 710 ESPN. And by the way, everybody who's tuning in uh, and everybody who's on hold that wants to get on the air, we are coming right back to your calls. George, you just said something about Westbrook. He's stubborn, you said. I have a perception of him that he's kind of a, maybe kind of, he's already a superstar. He's already an MVP. Forget about spacing and all the nerdy basketball talk. Just chemistry in a locker room, how teammates work together. How do you think he fits that way? Uh, Look, I think Russ is, um, in this role, I think Russ reminds me a little bit of Rondo, where LeBron doesn't always have to be the bad guy. LeBron doesn't have to be the guy to always get on his teammates. Um, you know, having a guy like Rondo there a couple of years ago was helpful to LeBron, not only on the floor, but off the floor in the locker room because Rondo could help police the locker room, right? Jared Dudley has some of that too, but it always helps when it's a guy that can play more regularly. And, and again, that's not a knock on Jared, but it's just the reality of the situation, which is why when Rondo was the backup point guard, it, it helped tremendously. I think Russ being a starter in this situation helps tremendously as well, particularly with, you know, with, with the rest of the roster and let's face it, with even with Anthony Davis, slightly you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying AD needs to be more motivated than what he went through last year but I I do think that guys you know regardless of who you are 15 guys in a locker room eventually you hit a moment where you're like oh I'm so you know gassed by the season and you need somebody to pick you up doesn't matter if you're a superstar or a role player there's always that moment in the season and having a guy like that like Russ I think helps in that regard similarly to Rondo in the locker room. I would argue that's almost his biggest strength to this team on some level. You know what I mean? You've got sure. another grizzled veteran who can simply, for lack of a better term, fight. You know what I mean? When when stuff like that goes down. And that's that's where I think that all of these things come in line, where this 
is better than not good. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of like, okay, you got a bit of a, you know, a chip on the shoulder in a veteran, a guy who's pretty good, and a guy who other players probably respect are going to have to. That that's the kind of player the Lakers needed anyway. Whether or not they needed it to specifically be Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, excuse me. Um, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. All right, George Sedano, we've we've interrupted your vacation. It's okay. For, I, for I, I I I um I volunteered to interrupt my vacation. Well, I had I, a, I had a vision. A I had a vision, George, that like this was going to be the one time that Mrs. Sedano was like, "No, you're not calling your stupid radio show. You're on vacation. I don't care who the Lakers trade for. Stop <laughs> throwing your phone into the toilet." No, Mrs. Sedano works in news, so yeah, she, uh, yeah, she, you know, she it. she is uh, she's in the media. She gets <laughs> these moments, so she knows what the deal is. She knows that uh, you know, Daddy's got to bring home the bacon just like Mommy does. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it to be one day where it's like the biggest thing in the world happened. Sedano's like, oh, dude, I mean, come on. Can't do it. <laughs> I was I was literally the day LeBron signed or, you know, sent in his notice that he was going to sign with the Lakers. I was flying back from Hawaii. I was flying back from Maui and I had another day off um, to just kind of relax. Right. To like get my mind right. Coming mm-hmm. back from Hawaii. And, of course, as I was flying back, the news broke on my phone. I looked at my wife and I said, I can't believe bleeping LeBron signed on the day I've got to come back to Hawaii. And I was doing mornings back then. So we were going to land probably like at 10 o'clock at night. And I said, by the time we get our bags and get back home and I get to sleep and then I got to wake up again, I slept 90 minutes and did the show the next day. So uh, this is not the first time something like this has happened. At least this time, I didn't have 90 minutes of sleep. I was just literally finishing up my tempo routine out in the garage. Speaking of grizzled vets, that's George. I was going to tell you, though, George, I was following your tweets earlier today about this. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to call George and see if he actually wants to chime in this afternoon. And then I thought, you know what? Leave the guy alone. He's on vacation. Cut him a freaking break. And then all of a sudden, Greg tells me, yo, Sedano's coming on at 5 o'clock. I'm like, okay, I don't know what happened here, but I felt good about not bothering you, but I'm glad you were here. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't bother me. I always think it's better (laughs) when I volunteer for those things. Yeah. Hey, by the way, first pick is in in the NBA draft. Cade Cunningham, the kid out of Oklahoma State. Big shocker. You know what's funny about this? And it's the same thing in the NFL draft. Earlier today, it was plastered everywhere that Detroit has made their decision. They're going with Cade Cunningham. Why did they need to take the entire time before they made the pick? Just make the pick. Let's move on. Yeah, I I agree with that stuff. Uh, I'm sure there are details that I'm not privy to and you're not privy to that need to be sorted out. Um, like what time the plane is going to arrive to pick him up, like things like that is probably what's happening in those instances. That's just my guess. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Um, Let me ask it, go ahead. it is funny though, because Jason McIntyre of Fox sports now owes me a bottle of wine. Cause he bet me like a month ago, a month and a half ago that Cade Cunningham, uh, would not be the first pick. And I said, I'm willing to bet you a bottle of wine right now. So Jason McIntyre of Fox sports, I know you live in Los Angeles. I know you already saw my tweet, uh, <laughs> telling you about wine, uh, my wine bottle. So you better be listening and better deliver George exacting cross network <laughs> personal beefs <laughs> about the NBA draft. I love that. Let me ask you one last question though, Sedano, mm-hmm. which is this Cade Cunningham. Okay. Like, he's a ball player, all-around guy, a lot of skills. I said this on Around the Horn today. If we were calling it an NBA draft extravaganza, the talent pool in this draft is normal vaganza. Like, he walks in as a guy that could start in any NBA team. There are not a lot of super standouts, just a lot of guys who look like they could play in the league in this draft. How do you feel about that? No question. I, You know, the comparisons of 96 and 2003, at least to me, feel like a little bit of a stretch. Um, I do think Jay Billis kind of nailed it. It, it may 
maybe the deepest draft or best and deepest draft slash deepest draft since 2003. To your point, Clinton, a lot of guys that can fit into an NBA rotation this particular season. Yeah. So in that regard, uh, I agree with you. Whether they have the ceiling of, you know, those guys in 2003 and 1996. I mean, go back and look at 96. No, 96 and go, go into the ever. second round and see how many guys you can find that were like 10-year veterans in the league. It was pretty impressive. All right, George Sedano, we will see you back here on Monday. You missed an amazing day yesterday at Rams training camp, but you, me, and LZ will be there Wednesday of next week. Yeah. And I've already invited Mr. Handsome Man over here, Clinton Yates, to come I on saw down. I saw Passing just tweeted something one minute ago. The Dodgers are making significant progress on Scherzer. What, what is what, going on? What, what, the Tigers bringing him back? Dodgers. Oh, that's not good. Or the the Dodgers. Oh yeah. wait, the wait, Los wait. Angeles Dodgers are making significant progress on a deal. Oh, the Dodgers and wow. the and, and oh. shortstop Trey Turner. Wow. I was gonna say, why is he going back to the Tigers? Wow. That makes no sense. You're kidding me. They're mm. talking about Scherzer and Trey Turner. Yes, sir. So what does that mean? Prospect for the laden return. It better be. What does that mean for the infield? That means that when Corey Sear comes back, we he, talked about this two days ago. He will be the shortstop, and they will move Trey Turner to second base, especially since Gavin Lux is down. Which also means that Gavin Lux could get moved in this as well. So then Gavin Chris Lux Taylor goes back gone. to just like utility guy. Who? So Chris Taylor's just continues yeah, to be utility that's, that's guy. That's what he's there for. Yeah, he is. Well, the other guy. part about it is, is you wonder then, is Trey Turner the future at short because Seager's going to be a free agent after this year, right? Right. It back. It gives you a little backup. I think that's smart, sure. I mean, listen, Andrew Friedman, I think, is the smartest dude in baseball, and I've said that repeatedly, and I think because he plays um, chess while most people play checkers. Well, um, I'll just say this. Earlier today, everybody thought the deal for Scherzer was done to the Padres. People were losing their minds. Um, And now, as Scherzer pumped the brakes... Now it looks like, at least at this exact well, because Scherzer moment, can pick. Scherzer can pick where he basically wants to go. Yeah, he's, he's a ten five guy. Power, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He has a he's a ten five guy. Ten years in the league, five years with one team. So yeah, he he can veto pretty much anything. So if he if he, wherever he's going, he has chosen that place. And think about it this way: Jeff Passan is saying this, where Ken Rosenthal said it before. I believe Passan every day of the week. Passing. Oh, yeah. Wait, Friend wait. What, 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 Ken Rosenthal said what as opposed to Ken, Jeff Passing? Ken Rosenthal said it first. He's like, this is almost done to the Padres. And Passing said, whoa, 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 not yet. And I believe Passing. Well, listen, so you fast, know, my friend. Jason, uh, Jason, J- Jeff Passing <laughs> is our guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, he is a friend of the program. So, you know. We always, well, we, always we, were, we were going to bring him on, but we're like, you know what? This guy's busy working. He might no, have to no. Hang up bring on him on. Like tomorrow is like yeah. a better day for them. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens here. Right, if it Scherzer gets done. Thing. Right, if yeah. it gets done. Yeah, George, not go- save him for us for Monday. Right no on, Clinton. Sorry. <laughs> no, <it's> okay. <laughs> but make sure you watch Clinton's baseball tonight on ESPN Plus. Right. That's Thank you. The Yatesian path, by the way, the DC to LA connection is in full effect. Yeah. Multi-platform, multi-sport, Greg. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what were you wearing yesterday, by the way? I saw that video. Oh, I was wearing a lovely tank top from the uh, American Eagle collection. It was a. It looked. It nice. was an equality for all T-shirt. It was I in like Rams it. colors, but it had a rainbow on the front. So I liked it. Can't it was very round looking. The face. Shame. Oh, tell me about it. How, you know how many chins I was trying to not show you. Yeah. That's why my head was up. Like you a, know? It's All like right. a jack-o'-lantern. And, uh, I mean, it's not Halloween you. yet. You know? I know. I don't, I don't need you to see my three or four chins. All right, George Sedano, <laughs> go train for our No, I'm done. I, I finished out my workout today. I did a six-mile right. hike. I did a uh, you know, I did two tempo workouts today because it is National Chicken Wing Day, so we got to take care of that.
Yeah. Go train yourself for your karate fight against me all padded out. Okay. We will. Go, we'll go do back that. to working on that. Yeah. George, especially since I threw out my back. I need to I need to retrain my back. So. Right. Go go back to vacation. We'll see you on Monday. Thanks for coming in and contributing to this Westbrook story today. Appreciate it, pal. See you guys. Have a great show. All right, thanks. All right, Clinton Yates is in for the S and the L on the K, and the NBA draft is going on. And wait a second. We've been talking about all this Westbrook stuff, and we'll get back to your calls, but now there is talk about Scherzer to the Dodgers. Everybody stay right where you are. We're coming right back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, this is the SLK, Sedano, LZ, and Cap on 710 ESPN. This is a crazy AF day here on the radio. We've got breaking news. Breaking news is powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons. With the breaking news, Clinton Yates, we go to the Satellite News Center. That is where reporter Greg Bergman is standing by. Greg, what's just coming in over the wire? According to ESPN's own Adrian Wojnarowski, the Lakers and Wizards have agreed on the trade for Russell Westbrook, sources tell ESPN. Sham Sharania then says as well, the Washington Wizards have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook, 2024 second round pick, 2028 second round pick to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and number 22 tonight, sources tell the Athletic and Stadium. So that means number 22 will not be taken by the Lakers tonight. But wait, there's more. There is more. If you want to keep going, Jeff Passan of ESPN also says, breaking the Los Angeles Dodgers. Breaking news is powered by Valvoline. Oh, I don't have to read that again. Okay, my bad. (laughs) The Los Angeles Dodgers are making significant progress on a deal that would send send them star right-hander Max Scherzer and star shortstop Trey Turner from the Washington Nationals for a prospect-laden return, sources tell ESPN. And also, J.P. Hornstra of the OC uh, Register says Kiebert Ruiz was scratched from the Oklahoma City Dodgers original lineup tonight. That's all I know looking like he may be a part of that deal. All right, we're going to start back to front on that, Kaplan. I'm going to start at the back end with the baseball talk because, well, frankly, I like baseball, and this is an important personal story. If you told me that in 2019 that when Greg Bergman and I were sitting next to each other in the press box after meeting for the first time during the Dodgers Nationals NLCDS that I would be sitting in a studio talking to him about Soon-to-be world champion Trey Turner and Max Scherzer coming to the very team that I was professionally rooting against, I would have been like, you're crazy. But here we are. Look at us. As the meme says, Greg, this is pretty wild. This is this is pretty amazing. I love <laughs> this deal so much. We've been talking all day about how Max Scherzer makes a huge difference. Yeah. It will change the landscape of the NL West. And not only are you possibly getting Scherzer, you're getting Trey Turner too. I with don't all underestimate. That speed? Do do Ooh. not fall asleep on Ooh. the Trey Turner not part remotely. of this trade. Oh, not no remotely. Hold because on, hold on here, Cap. Trey Turner is a 
speedster and a burner. Now, the problem with Trey Turner is that he's a little injury prone, but let me explain something to you. Trey Turner, as the Dodgers found out in that very series that I met Greg, is a burner and a game changer. You know what I'm saying? That guy has speed for days. Now, what you do to align your defense on the infield is another thing, but look, I'm a Nats fan. Those are the teams in my youth. I don't go crazy about it the same way, but like, I like this trade. This is a smart trade. Max wanted to go somewhere. It was time to go. I hate it, hate it, hate it. No matter what the franchise is, when teams hold on to guys just because of some notion of what was or what could have been, if guys want to go, guys need to go. And number two, Trey Turner was the best possible trade bait on that team of people that were an option to go. You know, like, I I get it, but he's going to bring back Obviously, some players that you want. He had the highest value of people that you could reasonably let go, Scott. This is a reasonably good deal, even if there's a lot of pain on the on the Washington side. I'm going to say, though, this right here. Scherzer is a game changer, but Turner is a future changer, and here's what I mean by that. There was so much talk coming into this season about what the future of Corey Seager is at shortstop for the Dodgers. And, Greg, how long would you say he's been out? I mean, it's got to be at least 25 to 30 games by now that Seager's been out, maybe even more. And you'd have to spend an absolute fortune on him in the offseason to re-sign him. And Trey Turner, you'll have to give us the contractual uh, situation, but where he is and how much control the Dodgers might have. But Trey Turner, to me, is a young player who's a really good shortstop. He can hit for some power. He can get you on base. He can run the bases, like you're saying. To me, Scherzer is an amazing pickup if this all really goes down. But Trey Turner thrown into all of this, that is a monster trade for the Dodgers. Hugely. Hugely, Greg. I mean, how much do you like Trey? So I, I love Trey. He has power. He has speed. He gets on base. He can do basically everything. So if you can get him on a guy that's going to hit you doubles, triples, home runs, and steal you 20 bases a year, 30 bases a year, I love this move. And by the way, uh, Trey Turner is arbitration eligible next year and then an unrestricted free agent after that. Okay. okay. But right, this good. is the kind of place that Trey might be. I mean, you know, like, look, Trey Turner, difference maker. Love that guy. This is this is big big news for the Dodgers. All right, now now just by the way, as if we didn't have enough going on right now with the Westbrook trade being announced as official with the Scherzer trade getting doubled down on in terms of now Trey Turner and the Dodgers by all accounts seeming to be the front runners when earlier today it was the Padres. Just throw in one last little local story, maybe not as big. This will be a bronze medal. But with the number three overall pick in the NBA draft, the Cavaliers took Evan Mobley out of USC. Okay. So while not as big a story, naturally, uh, still there a little bit of local ties there as USC's Evan Mobley gets picked third overall in the NBA draft by the Cleveland Cavaliers. I got to catch my breath. My God, what is going on today? I was born for this day, straight up. <laughs> Basketball team and baseball team from D.C. trading with the two teams that are in L.A. that I follow the most. It's unbelievable. I, I just can't believe what we're talking about <laughs> here with the Scherzer thing. I mean, seriously, like earlier in the day, it was a done deal, Scherzer to San Diego, and I was following along on Twitter <laughs> how everybody was saying, this is it, this is the difference. All of a sudden, the Padres become the team, not the Dodgers, and before it all gets officially done, it now looks like the Dodgers will not only take Scherzer, which improves their, their starting rotation, but they're also going to get Trey Turner. This is so massive. I can't believe we're talking about two blockbuster breaking news stories on a day like this. Incredible. Yeah, it's great. You know what I want to know? 
do we give the city of Washington or the almost state, I guess, of Washington? No, not a state yet. No, all right, don't get me started right, so on the that. City, the city of Washington. Do we give you rings? I'm in the studio right now doing the Viola Davis gift. <laughs> Just give me all of the stuff. No, you, I mean, I'm happy about this, Greg, because I want these guys go to winners. You know what I'm saying? Like good players going to winners in trades. I, I, look, I'm not that connected to it in terms of the context of like, oh my God, how could it be that Max Scherzer left DC? The guy gave everything he had. You know what I mean? For him to go to a winner and have an opportunity to do something, never mind Trey Turner, oh, greatness. All right, let's do this, Clinton Yates. Let's go back to the phones. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Laker fans, instant analysis on the Westbrook trade. Let's hear what you have to say about it overwhelmingly so far laker fans have said this puts the lakers right back at the top of championship contention and only a few have called so far with a dissenting opinion looking for both sides of this question what does westbrook do for the lakers but the other story which seems to be happening as we speak and that is scherzer and turner possibly to the dodgers jump in on the phones we're coming right back to you stick around everybody Oh, man, what a day. It's SLK on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. If you are just getting with us this afternoon, this is the SLK on 710 ESPN. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano NLZ. Yeah. What's up, buddy? I'm just over here. My phone is going nuts. Okay. Reminder, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm from D.C. I covered all these teams. I live here now. This is my whole life. In the last five years, unraveling in front of me in a great way. This is fantastic. I can't it's believe this is happening. It's truly an amazing day yeah. if you're an L.A. sports fan today. And, by the way, it's probably a tragic day if you're a D.C. sports fan. Russell Westbrook is going to leave the Wizards and come home and go to the Lakers. That deal has been announced as official, and we've been taking your phone calls about the addition of West Russell Westbrook and what it means and, and, and gauging uh, your feedback, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. But now, Clinton, as we've been talking about all this Westbrook news, the story of Max Scherzer, who earlier in the day it was reported was headed to the San Diego Padres, is now, according to reports, headed to the Dodgers. And as if that's not enough, the Dodgers would also get shortstop Trey Turner in the deal. We thought the Westbrook story was huge early. This Scherzer story by itself would have been a monster. Now throw Turner on top of it. It's that much bigger. I can't believe what's going on today. Yeah, I mean, Scherzer and Trey is a much bigger story than Westbrook coming to the Lakers. Sorry, it just is. I mean, like, you know, it, it just is. They're better players. And it's not a – look, not to get too far into this, but it's not a tragic day for D.C. These are productive trades. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, as far as I'm concerned, like, the Westbrook trade should have never happened in terms of John Wall, different discussion. But, like I said, Scherzer was this guy who's on the way out. Trey is probably your best possible trade asset for the Nationals and be able to get back – what is it, Greg? Prospect-laden – 
prospect laden, which is and Kiebert Ruiz is definitely kept out and down there in Chickasaw like, Bricktown ballpark. For those of you who've never seen the Oklahoma City Dodgers play, like yeah, this is good for both sides as far as I'm concerned for franchises, for franchises moving in different directions. All right, Greg. Um, before we hit these calls, just sure. read for everybody what the Dodgers would have on their roster in terms of Cy Young awards and MVPs if this deal is actually to get done. And by the way, we've got another hour and a half to go on the air. Could it all get done before we get off? Let's find out. What do you say? So Let's first of all, this. this is from ESPN Stats and Info, and I don't normally like to go through stats, but this is pretty amazing. Before 2021, no team had ever had three Cy Young Award winners and three MVPs appear for them in a season. Wow. If the Dodgers acquire Max Scherzer, they'd have four Cy Young Award winners and four MVPs appear for them this season. So the Cy Youngs are Trevor Bauer, uh, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, and David Price. The four MVPs is also Clayton Kershaw, uh, Mookie Betts, uh, Bellinger. Cody, Cody Bellinger, and Albert Pujols. So that's four and four. That's wow. a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. Man. Like I said, much bigger deal the baseball trade. I mean, you know, just from terms of obvious impact and right nowness, you know what I'm saying? Lakers aren't playing any games anytime soon. No. The Dodgers definitely are. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, listen, keep us up to speed, Greg. I know you got your eyes peeled on Twitter. Uh, if this thing becomes official, let us know. And, and maybe could there possibly be another twist? I mean, Scherzer went from San Diego earlier to now everybody thinks the Dodgers – who knows? By the time we get off the air, he'll be a San Francisco Giant. Let's keep our eyes on what happens. And if you're a Dodger fan and you want to chime in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Let's go to the phones. You ready, Clinton? Stay ready, buddy. Come on. Let's Here we do go. It. Line six, Rich in L.A. Talk to us, Rich, because you're on the SLK. What's happening? Great. Thank you. First of all, I've been a Laker fan for way over 40 years. And I absolutely love the Russell Westbrook trade. And I'll get back to that in a moment because I want to use my time. There is an adage that shooting and scoring wins games, but defense wins championships. And I know there were injuries last year, but our weakness now is the center position. We didn't do the wise thing in keeping JaVale McKee and Dwight Howard. And my, and that my opinion is that Anthony Davis, who says, I'll do anything to help the team. He's making over $35 million. Absolutely has to go to center. I'll never recall or forget when I was at a Laker game here years ago when he's at his peak with the Pelicans. He was a 40-20-20 guy. He is amazing. So that's the, the key, I think, is the center position. Or No one's at least I've been listening constantly since you've been on the air, has ever given a proposed starting lineup as to who the other forward would be, uh, or who the center would be, I should say. And I don't give any credence to Gasol, and I don't know how motivated Drummond is. Uh, as for I don't West, even think he'll be back. It's just shocking how underrated he is. He's got that it, that something, that he is first one to practice, last one to leave, speed guy. And, you know, everybody says triple-double, but when you think about it, you know, on the assist, if you're such a scorer and such a rebounder and you pass off to others, he's tremendous. I mean, he's, he's great. So All right, I'll Rich. Leave, hey, good call, man. Thanks for the phone call, yeah. 
All right, Rich checking in in L.A. Rich, thank you. Good call. One more time here, Clinton, and then we'll, we'll hit this break. We'll come back with a lot more calls. Jacob in San Pedro, what is going on today? You're on SLK on 710 ESPN. Hey, what's going on, man? I was just calling, man. I want to talk about the Russell Westbrook trade. I've been hearing a lot of callers saying, we need shooting, we need shooting. But uh, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, you know how many veteran shooters are going to come to the Lakers to get those passes from LeBron and Westbrook driving the lane on a minimum salary. Um, I think this is the biggest thing since Shaq and Kobe. It's excitement. Russell Westbrook is a dog, man. Mr. Triple-Double, man. Um, the way he plays with so much energy and excitement, man, this is, this is a big deal. And I'm expecting more players to come. Dwight Howard, um, the center minimum salary, uh, shooters. This is a big thing for the Lakers. Um, I just, I just wanted to call because uh, there's a lot of people calling saying that uh, they would rather have DeMar DeRozan and yada, 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 and I just don't believe it. This is a big deal. Good day for Lakers. Good day for the Dodgers. I'll call back and talk about the Dodgers maybe later today. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the phone call. <laughs> All right, stand by, everybody. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Most people have called about the Westbrook trade, but we're looking for Dodger fans as well who want to get in on this Scherzer and Trey Turner trade, which is not currently yet official, but all signs seem to be pointing to the Dodgers making a giant splash right before the trade deadline. We're coming back to your calls. Clinton Yates is in for Sedano and LZ. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You are getting with us on a Thursday afternoon. Sedano LZ and Cap on 710 ESPN. This has been a crazy AF afternoon because Russell Westbrook is traded by... Washington to the Lakers, out goes Kyle Kuzma and Montrez Harrell and KCP and the number 22 overall pick in the draft this year, which is ongoing right now. And as if that wasn't enough, Clinton Yates, um, a huge move for the Lakers, as if that wasn't enough, there are rumors flying right now that the Dodgers are about to close a deal with the Washington Nationals to bring Max Scherzer, a three-time Cy Young Award winner, to this rotation, and Trey Turner, who can play shortstop, hit for power, speed on the bases. I mean, the Dodgers, who have been trying to close the gap on the Giants and haven't been able to do it, having lost five of seven games in the last week and a half, the Dodgers making moves to try and go back-to-back. Clinton, what do you think about this day? Yeah, um, so the day obviously is developing as it is, but let's get into this a little farther because Greg and I were talking about this in the break. So the Dodgers, let's just say the Scherzer deal goes through. What does the rotation 
actually look like? Like, what are you? How are you ordering this Bergman to get maximum usage out of all your guys in terms of where you think they should be on staff? Are we talking about in a seven-game playoff series? Let's let let us just say setting it up for a seven-game series. Okay, yeah. setting up for a seven-game series. I think your number one starter is still Walker Bueller. Still Walker Bueller, who, by the way, people forgot about the performance he had in Game Five of the World Series in 2018, where he threw nine innings of scoreless ball, but they lost that game in 18. People forget about that. Right. He is one of the best big game pitchers yes. in the league, if not the best. Uh, after that, I probably go with Scherzer there, and Scherzer is your number two. So Scherzer unseats Clayton. Yes. Clayton Kershaw okay. in the playoffs. We've had we've seen what that is. You move Clayton down probably to the three spot, unless you're feeling a little frisky with having Urias there. Which is a road start if you're in a World Series, if you're not at home. Right. Which is fine. I I trust him in both places. So, okay. or, and I trust Urias in both of those places too. So I would probably put either Urias or Kershaw three. Let's go with Kershaw three, Urias four. Okay. I don't mind that. I mean, the question becomes whether or not – see, this is the thing. I think over the years when Kershaw was like the guy who's like, give me the ball, I'm taking the ball, whether it be opening day or some other series, I think we're done with that now. I mean, I think I think that with Max coming in, I, like, I, does that create that doesn't create an argument for me? It's pretty hard to say. Well, we're putting Max at number two, and yeah. Kershaw will be upset about that. You have to, right, Cap? Like, you have to have one of the best pitchers ever. At I think you do in the number two spot there. And Walker Bueller to me is still the number one over all of this, right? Okay, well, hold on a second. The, the, you guys are opining on what should be. Let me rephrase the question: What do you think Dave Roberts would do? That's assuming, assuming Kershaw's healthy. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, that's, see, that's, I don't agree. Well, what do you think? I think that Bueller would be number one, Kershaw would be number two, Scherzer would be three, and Urias would be four. And and you might think I'm being out of my mind here, but I'm just telling you, I, I think I know Robert's mentality. I think that you know he knows this guy. He knows what he's meant to the organization. He knows what he means to the clubhouse. And rather than push him down to three, I think that you would have you would have Bueller and then Kershaw, and then you would go with Scherzer. I think that's the way Roberts would play. Scherzer's stuff's too good right now. He's better. That's what it comes down to. And if you're in a four-game series and you're looking at trying to go up 2-0 versus doing something just to get a guy out there, Kershaw's plenty good. But starting him on the road, I think, is almost just as much of a show of confidence. I actually think this helps in a lot of ways because it gives you a good reason to do that. And it wouldn't necessarily be something you would do for an Urias or even necessarily any other starter in the bigs, to be quite frank. Max Scherzer coming in the building means, okay, you step aside. Reminder, Roberts picked him to start the All-Star game. He likes him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I oof, I really think this is, man, this team is hard to beat if this when this deal goes through. And Big the, time. Here's the thing. When you're on the road, the, you always the first game of, of the series always starts on the road, right? Game three is one of the biggest games of the series. So the way you can put it to Kershaw, and he, and he has done this in the past, is that you say, we are starting you to get this win on the road yeah. to put us in the right position to move forward. Um, I don't think you have to necessarily convince him, and I don't think you have to kind of BS him um, and, and really soothe his ego. Uh, Kershaw may come back and say, hey, Doc, listen, let's talk about what we've got here, who's where in their career, who's feeling great at this moment, and here's my thought. And you know, he might even take the pressure off Dave Roberts and go, yeah, hey, don't worry about me. I'll go down to number three. I don't mind that. Yeah, well, that's the smart baseball move is what I'm saying. I mean, and like – I don't know. I just, I, man, I'm kind of flabbergasted at how good the Dodgers have become now from a lineup standpoint as well, Greg.
Yeah, well, I, everything about this cap is <laughs> just. I'm. I'm so. This is a, what an amazing day today is for LA sports. Like, if you're an LA sports fan, you love the Dodgers and the Lakers. This is incredible. What's happening right now? As Cap, as cap likes to do, let us review the day. We had chicken wings. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thanks. Four different kinds. Then four with different four different kinds. kinds. Thanks, beat ups. Then we had the Russell Westbrook news. Then we had the Max Scherzer news, and we forgot the biggest point of all, Kyle Kuzma. See you later. Gregory's out here throwing a party. I know. This is crazy. What a day. What a day. Let me go to the Damn. phones. Gregory <laughs> in Pasadena, along with Clinton Yates the on the SLK right at 710. Talk to us, Greg. Yo, yo, what's up, man? I just... Oh, dude. All right. All right. Sorry. That's the end of you. Alas, buddy. See you later. Nice job over there, Laura. Laura with the quick hands. Laura's got hands on the infield like Trey Turner. You should have seen her trying to get to that (laughs) dump button. That was great. (laughs) Laura, did you you heard that quickly and you're like right away? You just I think Greg and I both pressed it. She had to dismiss the water bottle. That was like a that was like a you know how they say you know how like when you when you feel the when you feel the ball and somebody flips it to somebody else and you catch it, but you might drop it on the transfer. There was almost a drop on the transfer there, but it didn't happen all right here's john in ventura on slk on 710 espn john what a day man talk to us oh man can you can you pick a better day to be an la fan i mean the the lakers the dodgers and everybody's forgetting about the rams we're gonna i'm looking at a three-way sweep three two or three three championships <laughs> I'm, i i can't even explain them i'm breathless right now <laughs> Well, there certainly was, Clinton, a lot of excitement yesterday out at Rams training camp. I know it was only day one, but talking to Les Snead, the general manager, he didn't exactly shy away from all the expectations that people have about the Rams on a day where we're talking about the Lakers making a monster move and the Dodgers maybe making the move of the season should it all go down. Yeah, let's not forget about the excitement around the Rams yesterday. We were at the Rams training camp all day yesterday. We talked about them all day. We could talk about a little baseball and a little basketball today. The Rams are doing just fine. I can't believe that Russell Westbrook is coming to the Lakers and Max Scherzer is coming to the Dodgers, along with former NC State Wolfpack player, College World Series team this year, by the way, Trey Turner. I, I just can't believe that Trey Turner gets mixed up in all of this. I mean, all the talk had just been about Scherzer, and you're talking about a three-time Cy Young Award winner with one of the young superstars at shortstop when you know that Corey Seager was not necessarily 100% going to re-sign with the Dodgers. I remember last year after the World Series, there was so much talk about his future and how he'd want to go back east to where he's from. Having Trey Turner part of this trade, if and when it becomes official, is a monster move for the Dodgers. Here's Oscar in Baldwin Park on SLK on 710 ESPN. What's up, Oscar? What's up, fellas? City of cha- City of Champions, man. And if they could continue this season, man, Dodgers should, should do it again. They get Scherzer, uh, Scherzer and uh, Westbrook to the Lakers, man. And uh, I'm excited about that. Um, you know, I got to say this. Um, I think Westbrook right now is the perfect player to come because there's a lot of uh, Lakers fans still in mourning, obviously, over Kobe. And I know because I'm one of them. And as good as AD's been, LeBron's been, they won a championship. Something's been missing, man. And, and I think Westbrook's that spirit that we've been missing. Because he, he's, he's an L.A. guy, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a legend, man, and he's, he's not appreciating his time, and uh, similar to Kobe, and, and I, think, I think he's going to be motivated because he knows what it's going to mean in his, in his career to bring a championship to the Lakers, be a part of a championship team in, uh, in Los Angeles. So, I, you know, all around, great day for L.A., man. You know, go Lakers. Good call. I agree with that part of it. 
I think a super motivated Russell Westbrook is a different type of a player in this kind of environment. I really, really do. And I thought earlier George's comparison of Westbrook to Rondo and what Oscar just said, just the high energy that a guy like Westbrook brings. Because, Clinton, I'm sure you've seen him play in person. I know I have. And when you see him play in person, it's a whole different deal than on TV because you get a much better sense of how truly an explosive athlete Westbrook really is. I mean, when you're seeing it in person, he jumps off the floor. It's a totally different experience seeing him in person than on TV. Absolutely. Apparently, we have some breaking news, though, from Jesse Doherty from the Washington Post. My friend. Jesse Doherty is saying that hearing that the Max Scherzer has approved Dodgers as a destination and a deal to send him and Trey Turner to L.A. is close, according to people with knowledge of the situation. Hearing the return, as others have mentioned, includes Kiebert Ruiz and Josiah Gray. Other players included, too. Both of those are the highlights for Washington. A mega deal in every sense. Wow. You know, Blockbuster, bi-coastal, baseball deals. Jesse yeah. Doherty is the Nationals writer, so this yes. is coming from the Washington side at the Washington Post. Jesse Doherty yep. is also my friend, plays a pretty good third base in softball as well, sidebar. Yeah, yeah and, and for all this talk about Andrew Friedman making moves, I mean, let's face it, the, the Trevor Bauer thing comes off right now, just purely baseball speaking here, it comes off as not a good move because the guy hasn't been able to play for you. So you go out and get a Scherzer, which is incredible, and then throw on top of that Turner, and you say, okay, look, we've got some stars, up-and-coming stars um, in, our, in our minor league system, but it's about winning now. You know, Just like the Lakers and LeBron is about winning now, I would say to you that the Dodgers and Kershaw and Bueller and this team, this is about winning right now. So... Amazing day, absolutely incredible day. If you want to get in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up, what you need to know, and then more of your phone calls and instant feedback next. This is SLK on 710 ESPN.